Hey guys, you want to get erect and stay erect and get your girl off all at the same time? Then you need to get yourself a Tenuto 2 vibrator by Mystery Vibe. It is an award-winning vibrator. It's flexible. It's wearable. It is designed for men with women in mind. And that's because there are four motors that not only vibrate you, but vibrate your girl all at the same time. There are eight preset vibrations that you get to choose from. There are 16 intensities as well that you could choose from. And like everything else nowadays, there's an app that goes with it so you and your partner can customize your whole experience. And don't worry, guys that don't have a partner, the Tenuto 2 is also perfect for solo play. That's right. You could have a mind-blowing, hands-free orgasm. All you need to do is get yourself a Tenuto 2. Just go to mysteryvibe.com and you're going to get 15% off your Tenuto by using my code STRICTLY15. That's mysteryvibe.com. Use my code STRICTLY15 for 15% off. Mysteryvibe.com. Use STRICTLY15 for 15% off. Your package is going to arrive discreetly and there's a two-year warranty on every order. Thank you, Mystery Vibe, for sponsoring my podcast. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your grief flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast with Kathy. I can't help but sing my intros. <laughs> um, if you haven't followed me yet on Instagram or Twitter, follow me at Strict Anonymous. You could also DM me there if you want to be on the show. Just give me some information about what you want to talk about. Or you could email me to be on the show, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. Or like I said, you could DM me there. This is a call-in show where everybody remains anonymous, meaning I change your voices. Everybody's voice that you hear here on my show is not their real voice. I change everyone's voice. So you remain totally anonymous. You could also, if you want to just leave a naughty confession or like talk about what you want to talk about the show, but you want to do it in a voicemail, you could call my anonymous confessions hotline. You could do that 24-7. The number is 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. All of that information is in the description. And if you want to talk to me, but you don't want me to air your show, I do offer that as well. It's a 45-minute call. You talk to me. I don't tape it. I don't air it. If you're interested in that, email me. I'll send you the link with all the details that you pay for that call. If you call into my show and I air it, of course, you don't pay for that. But I have those paid calls. If you just want to talk to me on the D-L-L-L-L, those calls, I don't air. Um, but they're anonymous too. You're going to call me from an anonymous number. I don't care. I'm not looking to know who people are. The information for that as well, like I said, is just email me, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. 
Uh, if you're listening on a podcast app, make sure to subscribe to my show. If you love my show, press five stars. I know it's hard to do because you're just like driving or whatever, but remember to give me a five-star review. That's a great way to support my show because it does help my show. Uh, what else? Oh, I have pictures of most, a lot of my female guests, mostly all of my female guests, as well as my guests today on my Patreon. The link to that is going to be in the description as well. On my Patreon, you get all the anonymous confessions that people are calling in. You get the episodes early and ad-free, and you get to see the pics of Tucker, the guy on my show today, okay? Tucker is a straight guy, but we're going to put straight in quotes, okay? He doesn't like labels, but he's like, you know, I'm kind of straight, but he really likes to suck a dick. He's one of those. And I talk about this on the show. Like uh, in the beginning when I did my show, I had so many guys calling in who were like married and blowing guys or having guys blow them on the side. It was a very hot topic. I haven't had one on in a long time, I don't think. And he wrote in and was like, oh, I haven't heard somebody come on that really spoke about that as well as like adult theaters and glory holes. I mean, this guy is very hardcore into adult theaters, but they don't call where he lives. They call them arcades. Okay. He's very into arcades and back rooms and glory holes so much that he has a glory hole that he made at his house. He goes to people's houses where they have glory holes. He also has this whole gangbang situation going on. Okay. We talk a lot about that and gangbangs with women that he gets invited to. There's a whole gangbang community that he has met and he is a part of. And he gives very specific stories about all the gangbangs he's been involved with. One was like 30 guys, okay? That was like the best gangbang he ever went to. And there was like a bukkake at the end. He gives details about that. But he starts off talking about how he was married at one time, how his wife found out. As well as, uh, that's where we start off, but then we go back and he talks about his first experience of seeing a guy uh, and how he felt and then he started thinking about that and that's when he realized he was into guys and then how he started to go to these arcades and stuff and he's very into and only into oral. That's what he does. That's what he's like a giver and he's a receiver only of oral. He's never done anything else, but he's been doing that, giving guys head and Having guys give him head since the get-go. I think it started before he went to college. And when he went to college, he started getting on all the apps and not apps, like all the chat rooms and all stuff like that. And like I said, eventually he did get married. That wasn't a good marriage and it ended. We don't harp on that too much. He found out, okay? <laughs> but he's been single and he's been hooking up. He's been with, I, he gives numbers a lot. There are hundreds of guys as well as the, 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 lots of women, like I said gangbangs lots of glory holes glory holes he talks about what it is about the glory hole that he really likes how many times he's bumped into somebody he might have known and all that kind of good stuff there's so many interesting stories uh like i said this is not he does give the demographics oh sorry he does give the demographics of the guys that he typically meets who's better at giving head gay men or straight men what do you think he tells he tells you <laughs> But anyway, there's so much in this uh, episode. He does give out his email at the end. So make sure you listen all the way through. You're going to want to because the stories just get better and better. Like I said, all this, eventually he starts talking about all this gangbang sex he had. And we start talking about gangbang organizers and the gangbang community. <laughs> and then all the way at the end, he does give out his email uh, so if you want to hit him up after listening to this, whether you're a woman or a man, email him. It's at the end. And he does give the pick, remember? So you can get a pick 
of him. It's an anonymous pick. He calls himself a seven, uh, but he says he's very in shape. So if you want to see his in shape body, uh, you could go to my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. Anyway, I'm going to be right back on with Tucker. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Podcast. Hi, Talker. I like that name, by the way. (laughs) Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. How are you today? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. So listen, Talker, you emailed me saying like, hey, I hear a lot of secret lives on your call, but I don't hear many people talking about, you know, like straight guys talking about like really what goes down in like adult bookstores and stuff like that. And I have to say that when I first started doing my podcast, that was probably something that I had on the most. Like nowadays, it's a lot of swinger stuff and cuck stuff. But in the beginning of my show, I had a lot of guys calling in who were like sucking dick on the side. (laughs) (laughs) You know, because I mean, that's basically what you're going to talk about is going down. You're you're straight, quote unquote. But you have this whole secret life that's going on. So why don't you just tell your story? Okay. Um, yeah, so I guess what would I call myself? I guess mostly straight is, I guess, what I refer to. And mm-hmm. I always think labels are kind of silly, but what I mean by that is in every other aspect of my life, I'm typical straight male into mm-hmm. women, into dating women, get romantic towards women. Um, but I absolutely love dicks. <laughs> I'm not sure how else to put it. Wait, you sound um, young. How old are you? Uh, 41. Okay. So you're 41. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've been, been doing this since I was a teenager, but uh, yeah, that's what we want to start there. Okay. <laughs> so, um, kind of, kind of a crazy story. I don't want to bounce on too much, but, um, they, so basically I used to be married. I found out Oh. not, not the greatest move on my part, but one of the things that was stuck with me than that was, oh my God, it's so disgusting. I can't believe you would do this. And the one thing that always stuck out in my head was, oh my God, lady, if you had any idea how common this is and how many people do this. Right. Yeah. It would would be shocking. And that's how uh, I felt. I got to tell you, that's how I felt in the beginning when I was doing my show. I mean, like I said, that was the trend that I I don't know whether whether, because I got a lot of people from Craigslist and I was responding to a lot of Mm -hmm. ads. So I saw what was going down and there was a lot of it going down. (laughs) And, uh, you know, I'm not thinking that it went away. The trend didn't go away. I just didn't have as many people calling in to talk about it. But it is it's happening more than people think. Uh, unfortunately a lot of women's guys are blowing guys on the side i had a a co-host in the beginning uh named tommy and he owned a very very big gay bar here in the city so he saw it firsthand Mm -hmm. all the guys coming home coming after work to his bar to have their little flings with their gay guys and then going home to their married wives you know getting the train out of town yeah two hours later (laughs) exactly yeah yeah Yeah. and and, you know the the arcades in theaters it's mostly arcades around here but um they just that's basically what they're there for and guys go and meet up and do their thing and then bounce and then go home Okay, and, uh, first explain to me what an arcade is. I mean, here in the city, we have like bookstores, adult bookstores, yeah. and in the back rooms, people don't understand. There's like live action going on <laughs> back there, right? Is what is this? Yeah. What's an arcade? It's like video games, but in the back, there's live action. Well, see, that's what I thought. I yeah. thought it was like 
you know, kinky video games. And I remember when I was, uh, I saw them when I was a teenager, but couldn't go in until I was 18. And then on my 18th birthday, actually, I, I was like, I got to go check it out. I wanted to buy a porno for my 18th birthday, you know, because this was back before internet porno was really a thing. But mm-hmm. So I go in and no, it's not an arcade. It's just <laughs> like a small maze of private booths. Um, some of them are just have curtains, but most of them have like doors that actually latch. And it's just, it's just porn playing. You can flip through different channels of porn and yeah, so it's, it's, they say arcade, but there's no games. It's right, just, right, right. Okay. But wait, I want to hear the quick story about how your wife found out. And then I want to go back to the start and the beginning of this when you were a teenager. How, first of all, my first question is how long ago did your wife catch you and how did she catch you? So this is about a decade ago. Oh, okay. And, so a long uh, time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just, you know, typical got, got lazy, uh, uh, some, a voicemail dinged on my phone and she got my phone before I did. And then she found my uh, Craigslist account and it was all downhill from there. Oh, you never got an email from me asking you to be on my show. <laughs> I used to, <laughs> nope. I was, I went to every city. I, you don't even know how hard I used to have to work to get people to call into my show. So I had like a Craigslist in every city, like on my phone and I would be sending out emails and soliciting people and stuff. Okay. So she found, fa- and she found out that you were fooling around with dudes. So that was divorce immediately. Yeah. Oh yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So, and-, and did you have kids? I'm sure she told no no kids okay so it was a clean break but yeah. yeah let's go back to when you were a teenager like what you started doing stuff and acting out on your desires back then well um i mean ever since i was very young yeah started going through puberty um i was always drawn to you know naked men like whenever i, I remember the first time i ever really saw a guy jerking off you know, it's actually a creepy story. I was in uh, seventh grade and I, I went to the, the there was a, f- a high school football game and right next to the stadium was uh, there used to be a rec center. And so I ran in there. I had to use the bathroom real quick. And I'm like in the stall and it was facing the showers. And mm-hmm. it was one of those old school like communal showers. There's a bunch of shower heads in one room. And I, I'm sitting in that stall and I look and I see this guy and he's, you know, facing away and really soaping up and i was like i was so young at the time i was thinking like wow this guy's really cleaning his his dick you know he's yeah. really cleaning and the whole time i'm thinking he doesn't know i'm there he doesn't know i'm seeing this and i it was like 10 minutes i sat there and watched and finally i was like okay i gotta go and as i was leaving he said he started talking to me and he said hi and it's like asking questions about the football game and i was just like oh he's just a friendly guy you know and it was like years later before i realized <laughs> what that really was yeah 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 and uh i think that might have been where it started because it was like just a few days later i started thinking about that again and that was like that was the first time i ever jerked off so so that vision of that guy yeah Mm -hmm. so the first time i was doing that i was thinking about that guy Mm -hmm. so that might have been where it started i don't know maybe it's just part of who i am are you here because you love hot stories and you're turned on by what you hear I know I'm turned on by what I hear. And that's why I love Dipsy Stories. Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of sexy short audio stories made just for you. No matter what you're into or what turns you on, 
Dipsy has something for you. Whether you want to hear stories that involve two girls or two guys or a threesome or stories about BDSM or solo play, you're going to find it on Dipsy. They literally have hundreds of stories to choose from and they release new content every single week. So there's always something new to explore. Dipsy also sells sleep stories, wellness sessions, and they also offer written stories. And you know what I love about Dipsy? their jump to the action button, okay? I like to bring this up because I think it's actually a really great feature. If you're reading these stories and you just wanna get right to the good spot, there literally is a button you could press that's gonna take you right to where the action starts. So what are you waiting for? Go get Dipsy now. And for listeners of this show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash strictly anon. That's 30 days full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash strictly anon. Dipsystories.com slash strictly anon. Thanks, Dipsy, for sponsoring this episode. But you also know that you like women at this point too as well. Mm-hmm. Well, and that and that was kind of the funny part is I wasn't I just kind of thought about that guy and I was more like going what was he doing and then I so I did it and of course that's how I learned to jerk off but yeah. I wasn't like necessarily jerking off to him I still jerk oh, off okay. to girls that I thought was cute mm-hmm. and um, but I always noticed it so anytime I'd be like in the locker room or, or friends over at the house changing I always looked you know and always noticed noticed the difference and you know. Um, but even to this day, like I, I'm not into gay porn. It doesn't do anything for me. Um, straight porn is always what I go to. Mm-hmm. But, and like when it comes to guys, it's like, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm not, I never get like romantically interested in guys. I'm not into making out. I'm not into kissing or anything really, like just oral. You and, blowing uh, them, their dick in both. your mouth <laughs> or both. both. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. So yeah. Yeah, but how, so how did that happen? So you're, you know, you're, you know, you're straight. You're, you're watching some porn. You're, you thought of that guy. I mean, when do you start going to these kind of places, like the arcades? Yeah. Okay. So, so like I said, when I turned eighteen, that was when I first saw them. But when I went back there, there was no one there, and I didn't really think a whole lot of it. Um, and then I think didn't really. I don't know the, the whole me going down on guys didn't really start happening until I was 19. And then okay. I, uh, when I was going to college, I found out that there was another one of those arcades, um, just a, like a half mile from the college. And I was like, I want to go check that out again. And I went and <laughs> it was actually kind of a, it's, it's hilarious how cliche the story is, but yeah. So I went in and again, there was nobody there. So I was just like, ah, screw it. I'll just pick a booth, watch some porn, jerk off and head home. And I'm sitting there and I hear the booth door next to me close and latch. And I look over and I notice, and that's when I noticed the glory hole was there. Oh, the, your first one <laughs> that didn't happen in the other yeah. ones. Okay. Mm-hmm. No. And, uh, so I just kind of sit there like, Oh, weird. And, uh, you know, five seconds later, a guy sticks his dick through and I was like, Oh my God. I just kind of stared at it and then reached out and grabbed it. <clears throat> and, uh, I grabbed it for like five seconds and he, and he came in my hand. So I was like, Oh, and I just thought that was the hottest thing ever. So 
I kind of freaked out and left. And then it was not too long, maybe a week or two after that, I got on AOL <laughs> back in the day. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, the, they had a lot of men looking for men chat rooms. And so I posted in there and within a couple hours, I had uh, met up with a guy and he actually came over to the house, which is stupid. But um, Why, you were married he, at then or you were with college no, no, roommates? No, no. I, you were at college roommates. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was a college roommate, yeah, but no sorry. one was yeah. there. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, he came over and we traded off going going down on each other. And from then, from there on, it was it was game time. I I, I loved it. I was so into it. I kept going back to that bookstore or mm-hmm. that arcade and uh, just kept doing it. And now, have you ever done anything besides oral, or it has always just been oral? Did you ever try anything else? Um, I've tried, um, guys rimming me, you know, mm-hmm. and that's okay. It's not, not my thing. Um, but no anal action. No, not into it. Not into anal. Now, what was going on date. with girls at this time? I was, I was dating girls. Um, I had, I've had several, you know, really good relationships with women. Um, but you were always cheating I, on them with guys. Well, <laughs> Technically, I only cheated on two people with guys, mm-hmm. but uh, my my first girlfriend out of high school, I was dating the first couple of times that I did that, and then my wife. So, once once everything went went to shit with my wife, I decided I got to stop being quite a, such a dirtbag. <laughs> so, so whenever I was in a relationship, I stayed away from it. Oh, that's cool. So you have been able to stay away when you're dating a woman. I mean, did you ever yeah. think about being honest with a, a woman and letting her know that you were into guys? Uh, yeah, I have. I have done that. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one, she mentioned how she, the first girl I ever told about it, she mentioned that she gets really turned on by gay porn. Oh, okay. That's good. And I was like, and I was like would you ever like consider doing, like doing a threesome with two guys? Mm-hmm. And she was like, she was like, it sounds really hot. And I, so I flat told her, I was like, I'd totally be down to having another guy and he and I just going down on each other. And she looked at me like I was a creep and she says, that's gross. I, I thought you were joking. And then that was it. Oh, so wow. Really? A little traumatic. And then, um, <laughs> and then I did talk to a woman that I met online. We talked over the phone for a couple of weeks and she was very into it. She would actually wanted to do the whole hot wife kind of relationship and mm-hmm. uh, I was very into that. That sounds awesome, but uh, it just never happened. And then she ended up ghosting me. So, well, because you always used, you know, all the way back in time when you were you were doing AOL chat room, you were doing Craigslist. I would think that same person now would be on apps like FetLife or Adult Friend mm-hmm. Finders. I mean, have you upped your game and like you put yourself out there as a guy? on the dating apps that are more alternative looking for a girl that's like perfectly suited? I have. And that's uh, the the first person that I, or the second person, excuse me, that we talked on the phone and it just never happened. We met on Adult Friend Finder. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've tried FetLife. Um, FetLife is a little more, um, it's a little more kink oriented. Right. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I'm, I've, only, mm-hmm. I've only been on that one for a few months, so I haven't really had much luck there, but. Okay, um, so now but, tell me though, um, so like you're, so you start, you're in college and you're going to those booths and everything. Is that when you eventually meet your wife around that same time, like after college, like right out of college, were you one of those that got yeah. married young? 
Exactly. Yeah. I met her uh, my senior year of college. Mm -hmm. And then how uh, long into that relationship did you think like, oh, my God, I just have to have a dick in my mouth? (laughs) How long were you able to be faithful for? How long did I I think that? No, how long before you Um, like, you know, gave into it? It was was probably about six to eight months, probably. Oh, Um, I thought you were going to say six or eight years. (laughs) No, um, I wish. But it was, um, we were good friends and decided to give it a shot at getting married. And there was just, there was zero sex life going on. It was just a very unhealthy relationship that I, we both tried to make work for way too long. And um, so it wasn't good from the get go is what you're saying? No, no, uh-uh. it so, was not a good call on either one of our parts, but still, it was still a rotten thing for me to do. Yeah, I mean, what's what's dumb is like, why did you get married to begin with? I think that's what a lot of people just read the book and they think they have to do it because everyone does it or something. Because you know why? Yeah. I think mm-hmm. people do that last now, and I think people that did do that and they're older now probably look back and like, why did I? You know do that it's just so right. so young and you know and you didn't even marry someone that you liked I mean it wasn't even good sex normally sometimes it's just like the sex is so great you think oh, I'm gonna hang my hat here and then that goes out the window and there's nothing else going on you know you didn't even have exactly. that you guys were but you guys were good friends is that what it was yeah we were very good friends and uh just yeah there's not a whole lot to it really it's just you know kind of a kind of a cruddy relationship that just started off bad on both of our parts but how long did it last? Like a long time. We were together seven years. Right. Okay. Seven years. And now the whole time were you seeing guys? Pretty much. But I mean, I would go like a year without doing anything. And then I'd have a month where I just kind of went for it. And then I'd stay away from it for like six months and then come back to it. You know, so it wasn't like just constantly every week. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, it did go on throughout the whole relationship. And what was the demographics of the guys that you were meeting as far as like their relationship status? Were they mostly married guys? Were they single guys? Were they gay guys? I would say it was probably 90% guys in the same situation as me, other married guys. Right. That's what I thought um, you would say. Mm-hmm. That's That kind of seems to be like the makeup of the crowd, at least in the arcades and theaters that I go to. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems to be... Probably, well, I was going to say 90%. I'd say probably about 75% straight guys just trying to get off and get out. And then the rest of it is actually gay guys. They're just having a great time. Right. And do you find a difference between them? Like, are the gay guys way better at head than the straight guys? <laughs> oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that there would be a 100% answer to that. I thought you were going to be like, no, they're just as good. But yeah, so the gay men, like, they give the best head. Oh, by far. Yeah. In my opinion. Mm-hmm. Really good. I mean, as a, the, the whole, there's always that joke about, you know, gay guys give better head than women. Mm-hmm. And from my <laughs> rather large sample size, I definitely would have to agree with that. Right. And now you, I know that you did say that you were with sometimes one guy, sometimes many. I mean, like, have you been in like orgy situations with guys at these arcades or where, where has the many come into play? Yeah. I mean, sometimes just a group, something like, you know, a group thing will break out in like a theater or something. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, they also, you know, used to have like uh, bathhouses around. Yeah. To, you've gone to those too. We go to. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, they don't have any more. <clears throat> not anymore in the city that I live in, but uh, I did go to those a couple times, not that many times, but they would have these uh, like mat like mask parties where mm-hmm. it was like, and that's where like a lot of the like married straight guys would go because you could like wear a mask and no one knows really who you are. So it's like the anonymous thrill is like really big, especially with the married guys. Yeah. Now, ha- have you ever in your all of your time of hook going to these places bumped into somebody that you know? Twice or one time for sure. Um, I saw a guy that I uh, work with mm-hmm. and not like daily, but same office building. And I know 100 percent that it was him. And I'm pretty sure I ducked away and he did, <clears throat> excuse me, and that he didn't recognize me. And then another time there was a, a kind of a distant friend of a friend that I'm pretty sure it was him because I recognize like his jacket and watch, but uh, I don't know for sure. Where was this in like a theater or something? Did he see you or you didn't see, he didn't see well, you that, seeing him? That, that was one the same was guy. A, that one was through a glory hall. Oh, and, uh, oh. <laughs> he, he, he had a very specific jacket that he liked to wear and a watch that I'm pretty sure it was his, but. You're kidding. Wait, so this guy was through the gore, glory hole and did you hook up with him? Yeah, I did. Was that like a hot scenario because you're like, uh, you know who the fuck he is and he doesn't know who you are? Like, did that add to it or? I don't oh, know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's one of my favorite encounters I've had. That one. Yeah. And now do you see that guy all the time? I've seen him maybe half a dozen times since then. So it's not a guy I see frequently, but yeah. And like, do you think, cause now you're a guy that's posing as a a hundred percent straight guy, but yet you suck dick every now and then. And you know, that guy sucks of dick and you're hooking up with a lot of married guys and you're kind of professional. Would you say that most of these people that are walking around, these guys that are doing this, like would you, you'd never think that that was the guy that was hooking up with guys. Do you like to have sex? Is it super important to you? Well, then your sexual health should also be super important to you because knowing your STD status protects not only you, but also your partner or partners. And now you could discreetly test at home with Everlywell. Everlywell has over 30 at-home lab tests, including a Lyme disease test, a woman's fertility test, colon cancer screening test. They have a heart health test as well as the STD test, which discreetly allows you to test for seven types of STDs, including HIV, all from the privacy of your own home. And it's super simple. All you do is order your test from Everlywell. They're going to send you everything you need in one package. You're going to collect your sample at home. You send it back with prepaid shipping and the physician-reviewed results get sent back to your phone or device in just days. I did the women's health test already and it was really easy and super interesting. I love knowing what's going on with my body and you should too. Go get tested. Take action today for a healthier tomorrow with Everly Well. And for listeners of this show, Everly Well is offering a special discount of 20% off an at-home lab test at everlywell.com slash strictly anon. That's everlywell.com slash strictly anon for 20% off your next at-home lab test, Everly Well dot com slash strictly anon 
Thanks Everly Well for sponsoring this episode. Yeah, a lot of times that's how it works. Like, um, I've seen like, you know, burly biker type guys. Yeah. In those places, and they'll get out. They'll pull up in their Harley. They'll go in. They'll get they'll get sucked off real quick, and then, um, then driving down the road, you see them at the closest bar. You see that same motorcycle park there, and uh, that's always kind of fun. I think that's kind of interesting. So the the scene has kind of died down in the last few years, mainly because of COVID. But yeah, before the 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 prime time to go is always right after work, and you'd always catch the business guys going home. So you right you see these you see a bunch of just like white collar guys with button ups and ties and and slacks, and they're just trying to either get off or get somebody else off real quick. And uh, those those are the fun ones. Those are the ones I go for. How come um, that's fun for you? Because you know that they're married and you're like doing something yeah. so dirty. Yeah, it feels like it's closer to my situation too. You know where uh-huh. it's like. You know, you, you don't really because there's some really gross guys that go there and there's guys that will go there and they just they call them cum dumps. They just want to go in and just take every load that they possibly can bear back, you know. Right. And to me, that like, I'm not into that. That's kind of gross. That's a yeah, little, yeah, yeah. little thing. I mean, what I'm doing is risky anyway, but that's extra risky. But uh-huh. but a lot of it's just just like that. Yeah, it's just married guys just looking looking for fun. So besides that type, what else do you look for? Like, or, or do you like a big dick? Do you like a small dick? Do you like, I mean, what's your preference? Do you have any? Or because you're always in glory holes, you rarely see that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, usually, because usually the way it works, uh, there, there are some guys that they'll just go into a booth and just take whatever comes through the hole. Yeah. But what I would say most guys do is you kind of, you kind of meander the halls, you know, the, the little maze of booths make eye contact with someone and then, and then head for an open booth and then they'll go on the other side. So it's not like completely anonymous, right? but mm-hmm. you're not like exchanging names or even saying hi or anything. So, and I do that because, you know, I'm, yeah, I like to suck off strangers, but I still want to know what they look like and see if they're sketchy or, you know, drugged out or whatever. Yeah. If that's, you don't want uh, the cum dump guy going in next door to you. <laughs> Right. You know, and I'm sure it's happened that I've gotten that guy, but you know. Yeah, but how did you get the guy with the jacket and the thing? Do you think maybe your friend knew who the fuck you were? Like, how did that happen? The guy that you need the jacket and the bracelet or whatever, the watch? (laughs) He very well could have. I don't know. Yeah. No no way of knowing. Did he look at you funny the next time you saw him? You know. Nope. Nope. I didn't get any recognition in either one of their faces, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think that if they did, they they would have you would have gotten it, don't you think? For sure. Oh yeah. Or have they you probably ever hooked up outside of these things? Like went to a guy's house and like have you ever been involved with a couple? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of guys, I, I've a lot of guys set up like a little private glory hole in their house, and I've done that too. You know, where you just you post something on Cra- Craigslist used to be really awesome for it. I know. Um, I saw those fucking ads. I had a guy on that built a <laughs> glory hole or he used to have, he brought it to like a hotel and he had like a glory hole party, like, but he built it and everything. I have one of those yep. episodes. <laughs> I found him on Craigslist. Yeah. Yeah. I've, uh, I, I've done that. I've hosted one at my house, not a party, but just one-on-one. Um, I actually have one guy that I guess you'd call him a regular comes over mm-hmm. every now and then. Um, I've got a couple guys that 
I go to once a month or whatever. And yeah, it's pretty simple. You just show up at their house and you walk in and there'll be a doorway or just a sheet hanging with a hole in it or something and do your thing and, and then bounce, you know. Now, do you prefer, I'm assuming you prefer it that way. And that must be a thing that all these people that are doing it and making these at their house and having people come over that, that, that it's, there's something about that glory hole aspect to mm-hmm. it that is a part of your guy's kink. Yeah. You know, a lot of guys, they just want to, they just want to get off and go and they don't, they don't really care who's on the other side or even want to see. But for me, it's like, I'm totally fine just doing it in person face to face. But there's something about it's like a sensory deprivation kind of thing, you know, where you're just standing mm-hmm. there. You can't mm-hmm. see what's going on. Mm-hmm. And it just for me, it just adds to the experience. And it's great. Yeah, it must be, because I remember seeing those ads on Craigslist and people having them. And it is a thing. It's not just like people doing it anonymously. And that's the mm-hmm. reason why everyone does it. It's probably more so they're all into it like you are to become something that there's an extra thrill to it because you can't mm-hmm. see the person or something. There's something about that glory hole thing that I think women don't get. <laughs> I mean, exactly. do, are there ever women in there? Yeah, sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's definitely rare. I would say for every, I don't know, 30 times that I go, there's a woman there. Yeah. But, with her, uh, with her husband. Mm-hmm. Now tell one, me, well, there was one. Yeah. There was, there was one time I went and there was just a woman in there by herself and she, she was just taking on all comers, you know, really blowing them. That's yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, that's, that's more rare. Usually it's a husband and wife or a, a man and man and woman. I don't know if they're husband and wife, but a couple, um, right. Yeah. And that's one, that's one thing where FetLife is actually pretty good. And sometimes they'll post up and say, Hey, we're going to be at this place at this time and show up. So, oh, at the quote unquote arcade. Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> so tell me about some couples that you met and what happened with them. Well, um, so back in the college days, um, Yahoo groups used to be a thing. And, you know, there's groups for every every sort of hobby you could find. And one of them was for adult theaters and arcades is what it was called. And they would post up. Basically, you know, there was one posting that I got to go to where it was at another arcade and it was just a woman there. She would, you know, she would do whatever you wanted with any guy that shows up. And so that was one. Another one was a gangbang at a house when it was, so it was like 10 guys and one woman. Mm-hmm. But you did all these pretty, scenarios? Uh, yeah. So the first one, that was before I was married. Um, yeah. So it was just. They didn't even ask for pictures or a description. They just said, reply to this ad and we'll give you the address. So I was like, ah, screw it. I'll, show, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. Show up. And it was like actually a really good looking blonde lady in the back bedroom, just a circle of guys. And it was just one guy after another taking their turn. And that was pretty fun. I got to be, I got to be the second one to go. So that was pretty hot. You'd and, like to uh, be after that, somebody. Is that what's hot about it? Like being after the, another person? Well, yeah, that, and it was fun being watched, you know, uh, it was uh-huh. fun having, having uh-huh. guys watch and just like a, <laughs> like a circle of guys standing around jerking off watching. Yeah. You know, is that called a circle up. jerk? Isn't that, isn't there a mm. word for it? Or that's when you're all jerking each other off. This is, you're all just jerking off watching and then having sex with yeah. the women. Yeah. Waiting, yeah. Waiting for your turn. So yeah, mm-hmm. that, it was hot. So, you know, get a fuck her and then pull out and come all over her face and she says thank you and then that then that's the next guy's turn so 
Now, that are you using hot. condoms in all these situations? It doesn't sound like it. Yeah, with with all the group events, yeah, there's always condoms. There right. was there was one that I got invited to that it was all bareback for the female, and I I wasn't into that one. That just sounded a little too dangerous. Right. So you're always super safe. I used to always ask about yeah. condoms in the beginning, and then I stopped asking. And people have been like, "Why don't you fucking ask?" Or some people on YouTube are very judgy, like with these STDs. <laughs> and I'm just like, I have to start keep asking because it does sound like you're not because you're like, "Oh, and I'm coming here and I come all over her face." That, but you're you're coming, you're pulling out, taking off the condom, and then coming on her face at that gangbang you were at. Okay, cool. True. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously with oral sex, no, nobody's wearing condoms. Yeah. But, uh-huh. um, so, so yeah, so that that was a fun one. That was the first group thing that I ever went to. Um, the second one was probably the hottest thing that I've ever been a part of. It was uh, husband and wife. Okay, hosting. let's drag this one out because it's so hot. <laughs> I'll edit this out. Okay, it was, fucking drag it out, it please. Was, <laughs> it was another one where you know, you met online and you send in your pictures and they said, yep, show up at this hotel at this time. I show up to this hotel and there are 30 guys in this big hotel suite. And the wife is in the back room with a blindfold on. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't want to see any, like she didn't even see any of the pictures or anything. She just wanted to get gangbanged by a bunch of people that she had no idea who they were, wow. how old they were, what color they were, what race they were, you know, anything. Yeah, that's a lot and, of fantasies uh, in one. You know, the girl that yeah. likes anonymous sex or stranger sex, <laughs> it's called, and gangbangs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so that that one was hot. That was just like, you would just basically, you know, you'd wait your turn. Sometimes you wouldn't wait your turn. Sometimes there'd be three or four guys all over her. Um, and then at the end... It was basically a bouquet, bukkake, I guess you say it. Yeah. Um, finished where everybody finished on her face. And several of us finished twice on her face. So it was just, that one was pretty, pretty good. Wow. And it was all videotaped. What the, where the fuck was she when I was looking on Craigslist? Where does she, <laughs> does she have a husband there watching? Yeah. Yeah, her mm-hmm. husband was there. He and was a he was a big dude too, so he was kind of her bodyguard. I was going to ask if there was a gangbang wrangler. Like, what's really interesting, and I've almost had twice, two different times, I've been set to speak with somebody who is that gangbang coordinator. They exist. There are mm-hmm. men out there that this is their job to set these things up, yep. these events up. And they both canceled yep. on me last minute. I was like, oh, fuck. Because it's always interesting. Gangbangs is a very hot topic. And people always are so curious about it. And it is hard. Listen, I've thrown parties, not gangbangs, regular parties. But it doesn't matter what you're throwing, any kind of event. If you want 30 people to show up, to show up, okay, you have to invite so many more, you know. I just uh-huh. wonder how they were able to get that whole thing set up. I mean, that's a lot of work and coordinating and you know, that's a, 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 that's a successful turnout. Yeah. So the ones that, that I've been lucky enough to go to, um, they've all been organized by the same guy. Oh, and I don't know if he's like a professional yeah. or what he's just, he's just a really cool dude that puts these on and he never, I don't think he really even watches. He just kind of sits out by the door and just allows people in and out. And 
Oh, God. It's like any job. It's like the guy that works in the pizza place can't stand fucking pizza. People think I get turned on when I'm having these stories. No, I don't (laughs) think so. Not after all this time. Like, uh uh-uh. You know, it's like the gangbang guy could care fucking less about gangbangs. Of course. He's seen seen so much. It's like his job. I can't explain it. There's like a... (laughs) You know, a headspace you're in or not in, depending. So he's just always there. He coordinates it, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've been to, uh, what, four or five of his events. So so you're, like, on his list? He, like, hits you up? Like, you're in his Rolodex as a guy who's down? Well, it's more like a it's an online group. And he'll, he'll post up when there's an event. And it's always kind of the same deal. Just reply with pictures in the description of yourself. Mm-hmm. you know basically you're applying to get in and and then if they want you to come he'll send you the details so is there ever a cost so, uh no it's always like if you want to pitch in 10 bucks towards the room you can but they don't they don't charge for that i think that probably a legal boundary there but um but no i've never had to pay you know and when you send a pic, is it a dick pic or a whole pic or like your face pic? They just want to make sure you're legit and not a cop. I don't know. Well, I mean. Wh- yeah. Usually, usually face and body and dick pic. Okay. Mm-hmm. So send those in. And, um, but what I've found after being at several of those events is it's, it seems to be the same group. You know, it's almost like a little community and everybody's super cool and super chill and like very respectful and it's just a good time. You know, I think if you're just throwing it out to random, you know, Craigslisters, yeah, you're going to get some sketchy folks, but um, these always seem to be great. And so, you know, some of the people you're like, Hey, saw you here last time. You're like regulars, mm-hmm. gangbang regulars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then the, so the third one I went to was um, it was actually, it was actually was a kind of a glory hole thing. So there was two women there. One of the women was just out in the, open area just gangbanging everybody and then there was a second woman in the back bedroom behind the glory hole and the deal was you can do whatever you want with the first lady but the glory hole lady gets all the she gets all the loads so wow that was a that was a pretty good one i stayed there for about two and a half hours on that one meaning she blew everybody blew them fucked them yeah oh she can't even fuck them through the glory hole yep wow yep so do you know who yeah. was behind there? What, or do you know, the, is it the same rotation of women too as well for no. these gangbangs? It's it's always been different women. Oh, where um, the fuck do they find I, these people? I mean, I've had a couple on my show. It's like, I do know that these women exist. It's just crazy though to believe, the, especially the woman that took on 30 guys. Right, yeah. Right? Well, yeah, well, that lady impressed me. She never even got tired. Yeah. So, but um, yeah, so the Glory Hole one was pretty cool. Uh, and then the last one I was at was a couple of years ago. It was before the pandemic. Uh, it was just two, two women. And I, I think I counted 12 guys and it was just, everybody just hanging out, taking turns. So that was, that one was fun. That was the first time I ever had two women blow me at the same time. That was awesome. Wow. So, they, and they both they, had husbands too. They were there together with their yeah. husbands. Now were they together, like laying down next to each other, like paint that picture. If there's two women uh-huh. in the room. Yeah. So when I got there, mm-hmm. um, I thought I was only like five minutes late, but when I got there, it was already going. And um, there was one woman was fucking the other one doggy style with a strap on while all the guys were watching. And then she took the strap on off and then she said, OK, it's game time. And that's when everybody jumped in. And about 10 minutes into it, 
a lot of the guys were just kind of hanging back, you know, like they're stage fright or something. And I was, I was getting blown by one when the other woman came in with a can of whipped cream mm-hmm. and she goes, and she goes, all right, let's have some fun with whipped cream. So I just stood up and got in between them and they like put whipped cream all up and down my dick and tech and like sucked it off together. Mm-hmm. That was, that was a pretty good time. I'm, I'm not going to lie. That was pretty good. And now when it comes so, to women or like these women that you go and you show up for the gangbang, do you get a picture of them ahead of time or yeah, no? Yeah. Yeah. Usually you do. You don't always get the face, but uh, you do. Even the, even the girl with the glory hole, you got to see neck down. So, which I mean, honestly, guys don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> no, I wonder like, would you, if you're going to a gangbang and it's girl is like that enough to get you off that you're like, you don't give a shit what she looks like if it's your type or not. I mean, every guy has a different type, but most guys will fuck anything. <laughs> Usually. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, there's honestly what it comes down to is, you know, age and size, to be honest. You know, mm-hmm. if it's, there's been some where there's, uh, you know, they really advertise that it's it's a very large woman, like 350 pounds plus. Right. BBW, and, BBBW, right. something shit like that. And some people, that's like yeah. a thing that they're into. So that's why they label it because it's For specific. Sure, yeah. It's a fetish, right? Yeah. And if, and if you're not into that, you know, mm-hmm. don't go. So, um, usually, yeah. I mean, usually there's not a, guys don't need a whole lot of details. It's usually she, you know, this woman's going to be here. They'll show some pics and they say who wants to come and, you know. That's usually right, it. but I so, would assume I was I would that's but I did wonder whether you're seeing the body shot. You know, you like you said, yeah. you want to know the age and the size. I mean, have you ever turned down a gangbang? Yeah, yeah, I have. And it was because of age or size, <laughs> right? Well, the one I turned down was the the woman that wanted all bareback, no condoms. Oh, right, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which sucks because she was pretty hot, but um, and then yeah, I mean. The, the the large women, I'm, I, I don't go to those. Right, it's just not your thing. I mean, I, I think yeah. everybody's into different things, and there's plenty of guys that are and some guys that aren't, and there's nothing wrong with that. Right, so. You know, it's not right or wrong. You know, you, you're into what you're into. I was wondering what you were into when it came to the women or what the typical woman you find at the gangbang <laughs> Like, what's their demographic? Is it around, always around the same age? Yeah, it tends to be mid-30s, mid-30s to mid-40s. Typically not not anything older than that. Uh, And you don't really really see a lot of young people there. I have seen some parties being thrown for girls that are, like, 19. Yeah. But that's pretty, that's pretty rare. Right, right. And so when was the last like gangbang that you went to? Like when was the last invite you had? Have they started up again since COVID is over? Mm, I've seen some advertisements for some, but not, not a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, That last one I went, it was literally like February of before the pandemic hit. Right. Now what about gangbangs with guys? Does that ever happen? Or is that just Uh, an orgy? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, those are just orgies. Yeah, uh, I haven't I haven't been to any of those except other than the bathhouses, right? Where it's but, like group um, sex. Yeah, because I'm more into just I like I really like the anonymous aspect of it. I like I like that I might be around people I know, but but don't know that they're there and they don't know that I'm there. You know, yeah. like those mass those mass parties. I mean, you're just you're just a bunch of naked guys walking around wearing masks. 
just doing whatever they want to do. Well, that you know? one hot experience for you was when you really thought it was a guy that you did know. I mean, that's your ultimate, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've, I've had I've had fantasies where I know it's a good friend on the other side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they have no idea it's me. You know? Yeah, and if you think about it, the greatest thing about a glory hole is is that you can bring any fantasy you want to that. You could it could be anyone behind there because it, it's blo- you know, it really allows you to go any place you want and still have the action because there is a real dick involved, so it's you know, but you could pretend right. that it's attached to whoever you want. Like you said, like your best friend or, you know, the guy mm-hmm. at the store that you see all the time, right? Yeah. Yeah, and for me, it's like one of the things that <laughs> this sounds so hypocritical, but it's like uh, blowing married guys. That just drives me nuts. I love doing that. You know? Doesn't sound hypocritical. Like, well, we talked about it before. I think you like the naughty aspect yeah. of it, you, right? <laughs> for sure. Yeah, I love the idea of having this little secret thing with a person that hopefully nobody knows about, you know, and it's, it's a rotten thing to do, but it's still fun. So, well, that's the unfortunate thing is a lot of times the really wrong things are really hot. Sometimes that's the problem, (laughs) you know, like cheating sex, even like, you know, when you have a big fight with someone, you're so fucking mad at them and then you fuck them. It's like the best sex ever. I mean, why? I don't know. We don't know why, but it's like really hot, unfortunately. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, the regular, guy that I, I blow every once in a while. He, uh, he's a little younger. He's 30. Um, great body, really nice body. And, mm-hmm. uh, but he's like, my wife just does not ever suck dick. And I'm like, well, I'll do it. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I, so I, think, I guess, uh, yeah. I mean, guys come to you with their stories, huh? I mean, like, listen, that was probably your story when you were married. I mean, you weren't having, there was no action at home. So is that what right. you guys, when you're with these guys and you're blowing each other, I mean, you do a little chit chat. I mean, is this is what you guys chit chat about? No sex at home. Um, that's usually done over email. Like, for, mm-hmm. but like, like guys you meet in person, there's really not much talking at all, if anything. Right. And then after you come, is it like every guy's, fa- you know, I think every guy's fantasy is to like run in their cave. There's some sort of like in nature, like the, after the man comes that they just want to go in their cave and be alone you know that's why guys just yeah that so if you're with another guy he has the same I think women get insulted by that or they want to cuddle and everything and uh, but if you're with a guy you both want to do the same thing so is it like you come in these situations and you're like out the door usually yeah (laughs) heaven isn't that heaven (laughs) it doesn't yeah it's it's not a bad time yeah I mean, um, yeah, sometimes, sometimes you get, uh, like my favorite ones are like where you just go back and forth, you know, like they call it swapping. So like I would blow him until he's close to coming, then stopped and switched. He blows me until I'm close. And we just kind of do that back and forth until he can't stand it, you know? Oh, that's so you're like edging each other on and that's called swapping. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's, I love doing that. man. I could, I could go for a while doing that. Yeah, I'm sure the other guy loves it. I'm sure that's like a mutual satisfaction right there going down. Um, yeah, I was going to say, then you run into the other guys that, um, <laughs> I call them the greedy guys, that just, they, they just want your come as fast as you possibly can. Oh, really? How always, come? You think they're lazy? Yeah. I just think they just, they just want the load, you know? Right, but then are they, are, is it always a mutual thing or is it sometimes like they just want you to blow them and that's it and they're not blowing you? 
most of the time it's one way or the other, but probably maybe a third of the time you get that good vibe where you just go back and forth. Um, usually when we try to set, like when I try to set something up over the internet, like through double list or something, um, that's usually what I go for. It's like, let's trade and swap and edge each other. Right. That's because you know that you're into that. Or let me bring yeah. out my mocked up uh, glory hole. Do you have that someplace in your house? I mean, or is it just something that you make one time and then throw it out? I mean, is it made out of cardboard? Is it a, a sheet? I have it. It's just, it's just a sheet I hang up that I keep in the back of my closet. Wow. And how often do you use that? Do you still use that sometimes or all the time? Maybe once or twice a month. Not super often. Right. I prefer I prefer to go out to someone else's place. But when a guy comes in with the glory hole thing, do you, is it perfectly fine or actually preferred to not even see them ever? Like, are you behind that glory hole if you set up a guy to come over? Yeah. Yeah. So they'll walk in and the the hole's right there. And they never, you never see each other. Never. Oh. Maybe in the beginning we'll exchange, usually we'll exchange pictures because like I said, I don't, I don't want to invite somebody just nasty over that doesn't have any teeth or anything. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. I think that's important for sure. But you'd be surprised how many guys like want to do a glory hole, but still want to exchange like face pictures. And I know a lot of people just roll their head because it's like, well, the whole point of a glory hole is to not know who's there. And it's like, well, not always. That's not the full truth. You know, most guys do want to know who's on the other end. They just don't want to interact with them. You know, like I've, I've had a lot of awkward blowjobs from guys where like they insist on making like the most intense eye contact mm-hmm. <laughs> and for like getting head from women, that's great. But for me getting head from guys, I don't want that. I don't want that eye contact. Hilarious. Yeah, it is. It's really stupid, but mm-hmm. it's super common. It's very right. common. I, I'm actually part of a group on kick. That's uh, it's all about, um, glory holes but guys know who's on the other end so oh really much more common yeah it's much more common than people think right that they do want to know right yeah yeah that's interesting yeah because you think like you it would be the opposite but you still are getting something out of even if you know what their face looks like and everything when it actually goes down you still are getting off on the fact that you can't see them like you said sensory deprivation or whatever it is yeah. And like, for me, it's like, I, and I've had gay guys roll their eyes at me and tell me I'm fooling myself, you know, but it's like, I just like to come and go. And I like for you to just come and go. I don't want to do all the chit chat, small talk, you know? So, Oh, so the gay men think that you're, you want more. You're looking for more. Oh yeah. I've, I've had them respond to my ads and they're like, Oh, you're just fooling yourself. You need to be honest with yourself. And you know, you're so full of shit. And I'm like, whatever, dude, I know I've been doing this for over 20 years. I know what I want. I think <laughs> so. after you've had all these dicks in your mouth, if you were gay, you'd like to admit it. And you'd be telling me, I mean, like, what is the reason for you to be hiding it from yourself? You know, I mean, you've never tried anything else. You've never had a desire for anything else. I just think that, uh, I, I, you know, they're projecting onto you because that's how they are. And I think everybody mm-hmm. does that, not just gay people, straight people, everybody, you know, it's like everyone just thinks they can't imagine anyone being anything other than what they are. So they're just constantly projecting their own shit onto everybody else. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 
So they just cannot I, believe that you wouldn't want to be talking to the fucking hot buff guy because they're gay and that's what they would want to do, which makes sense. But they don't understand that you're not. And there's so many people that fall into the spectrum and there is a spectrum and everybody, you know, it feels differently depending on where they fall. You know, you're, right. it seems like you're pretty clear. You have a lot of experience. You had a failed marriage. I think it's great that you haven't got married again. I mean, do you, what do you think in your future what do you see for yourself? Do you ever want to have kids and get married again? And would you be okay with having a secret life again? Or would you only do it if you could have an open relationship? Yeah, I definitely wouldn't hide it. I wouldn't mm -hmm. cheat again. I, I think that's not the right way to go. Um, yeah. No, I don't want kids. Um, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, I honestly, I would love to get in a, long-term serious relationship with someone that still wants to have this lifestyle you know yeah like, yeah that's open that's in the I've, lifestyle i'm sure you hear tons of the couple i mean i have plenty of people on my show that are have situations like what you're looking for you know it exists yeah and i i've actually i've had a, a female you know fuck buddy for a long time mm -hmm. she's probably eight or nine years now and uh she's married we're all into the same stuff um she's not into the guy on guy action but she absolutely loves like the hot wife kind of lifestyle yeah and she'd go out and fuck other guys for you and stuff like i that. yeah oh i would love that <laughs> I, I i'm real into that i really would love to have a relationship like that mm -hmm. and we've talked about it but she'll she'll she, she's also married but she'll never leave her husband so right does she have kids and stuff maybe yeah, she does. Yeah, yeah it gets way more complicated like that. You're lucky that you don't want them or, and didn't have them with your last relationship because I think a lot of people, if you had kids, you'd know. I have a kid. Like the, it's. I think it's really hard to devastate your child and get a divorce. Not that it's wrong. I mean, you know, I think it's much better to get a divorce than to have the kid watch a, a, just a horrible relationship. But right. it is very hard to do, and I think that that adds a layer to just walking out that maybe a single person that doesn't have that would, would never understand, you know, because it's not just, you're not just making that decision for yourself. You're taking your child's feelings into consideration. And most people, it's their child's feelings come before theirs. So most parents put that shit aside. That's why you see a lot of people getting a divorce when the kids are, you know, in college and stuff because they don't feel so guilty. Mm -hmm. They've left the nest, but it is a hard thing to do. Maybe you'll wind up with her, but I feel like nowadays, I mean, you're a young guy, you're you're 41. I don't know what age range you date, but you know, the younger generation are more open-minded. I think you could definitely wind up finding a girl that's into what you are and being honest at some point and being able to have that kind of situation for sure. Yeah. Someday, hopefully, but um, what's I'm not your... putting any pressure on it right now. So. Yeah. I mean, do you want to send it? You want to, you know, you want to make this a dating call? <laughs> Any girls interested? <laughs> you want to put an anonymous pic of yourself? Or what are you on a scale of one to ten, Tucker? You got a hot name. <laughs> Tucker's a good name. Like Tucker's a hot guy's name. I think that Tucker's hot. What is like? What are you on a scale though of one to ten? Oh my god. Um, I don't know. I'd probably say a seven. Yeah, most people say seven. Um, I this is the one th question I used to always ask people too, and I dropped off. But like I, you know, I'm like, why not? So you're seven. I mean, that's, that's a, I'm not sure how to answer that. Like when I, if I walk into an arcade or a theater, 
um i feel like a 10 sometimes because <laughs> all because i get <laughs> In a relation? lot of attention <laughs> i get a lot of attention from the guys um yeah and so, i do okay with the ladies too but yeah, I realistically, I'd say a seven. Well, do you have a good body? Like, are you in really good shape? I mean, what do you, cause you know, you said, I do, yeah. Yeah. I think that guys are looking at that kind of thing. You said, oh, you have some guy that's like in his thirties that you see and he's got mm-hmm. a really hot body, you know? I mean, I think that that goes a long way with men, you know, men are very visual. So if the whole package is really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. I've always, I've always stayed really fit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, well, I'm like, I'm 6'2", like 195. Um, tall and tall is good. Lean. Yeah, and so. you're young. Remember age and size. That's what you said. Guys are interested. Age and size. You got yeah. a good size, so. meeting body, and you're not too old. You know, you're 41. My last question is, how many dicks have you sucked? Like, what's the most you, you know, played with at, in one night? In one night? Yeah. Uh, nine. <laughs> nine? Yeah. So you count. Oh yeah, I count. So nine blowjobs you gave, and what was that like at an arcade? At a that was it mean... was at that bathhouse. Oh okay, and yeah. now was that a the turn on day... to have so many guys at one night in one night? Being, I mean, oh. you were kind of like a cum dump that night. I'm sorry to say, <laughs> <laughs> oral cum dump. Yes, yeah, yeah. That was that was that's that's always a great night. You know, I love variety. Uh huh. <laughs> so, um, the best I've ever done in an arcade was five right so nine and, with the bathhouse uh, because there's just so many more people there yeah mm-hmm. exactly but so. those don't exist so typically you can a good night at an arcade is like five guys yeah mm-hmm. typically every time i go i get one sometimes two um three on a good good day and then every once in a while you just have that night that's been of, kind of off the charts yeah but um, the the pandemic really slowed things down, and now monkeypox is really scaring a lot of guys off, including me. So, oh, you should be fucking scared. I wasn't scared at first. I'm like, what does it matter? Like, it's a, it's you know, you you, it's not, it doesn't, it's not deadly. I typically don't really care so much about stuff unless you die from it, you know. But when you start to see what it does to your face and stuff, <laughs> it said like, oh my god, it could like scar you. I'm like, exactly. holy shit. Like that is something to be afraid of for multiple exactly. reasons, you know? You know? And, yeah. And I mean, I've, I've lived this lifestyle this long. Um, I've been with easily over 200 guys, mm-hmm. probably about probably 60 to 70 women and have never had a single STD. So I count myself very lucky and I'd like to keep that going. Yeah, you don't want the one thing to be monkeypox. I mean, just when you thought herpes was the worst thing or AIDS, you know, I mean, like monkeypox is pretty bad. Consider, like I said, considering because those pictures that you see online, oh my God, scared the shit out of yeah. people. Um, so time. yeah, be safe. Thank you so much for calling in. Would you want to send a pic in an anonymous pics for guys to see? I mean, people are going to be into it. Like, they, you know, you want to paint that picture? I mean, you, the guy yep. who's been on every fucking site since the day one, I mean, you you would think. <laughs> sure, why not? Yes, we'll submit it. And I, I mean, and let me ask you this, because sometimes guys would be maybe hitting me up like, oh, I'd love to get in touch with Tucker. I don't know if I'm in his area, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, would you want to give out an email or would you want them to email me and I forward it to you? Yeah, yeah, you can forward it to me. Okay, or do you want to just give out your email? That's easier. 
Sure. Why not? Yeah. Give it out. It's tlrtucker at gmail.com. T as in Tucker and it's L as in Larry, right? Correct. T-L Tucker. Tucker. At gmail.com. Right? This will be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it will be interesting. You'll get some fucking emails. But if you want to see a picture of Tucker, I have them on my Patreon. If you want to email him, email him directly. It just cuts me out of the middle. I have too many fucking emails going on. Email him directly if you want to hit him up, especially if you're a woman. I mean, I'm assuming you're getting a lot of guys hitting you up. But maybe there's a girl out there. I don't know if you want to say where you live. But like, you know, uh, Tucker's looking for a girl that's down for this kind of lifestyle. I mean, I get a lot of people listening to my show who are... Regular people that just are curious like I am and like to listen. But I also have a lot of people who are in the lifestyle, uh, you know. So maybe yeah, you not? will get hit up. You never know. You never know. Yeah. Never know. Yeah. Thanks, Tucker. <laughs> thanks for calling in and, and giving me this story. It was interesting. Like you said, I haven't had it on for so long, but I used to. And I know that it's super common and uh, it'll be up soon. Yeah. Great. Well, thanks for having me. This was fun. Hey everyone, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe, like, and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.